Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Good afternoon. It is 1 p.m., actually 1.03 p.m. on the Pacific Coast of the North, Great Northwest. This is our second show for the day. We're going to bring in Clay Clark here in just a moment. I don't think we have but one announcement, and that is for tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday, two days in a row, we have the same special guest, which we've never been able to have him twice in, in, in one week, especially back-to-back. So um, we're not naming him just for security reasons, but most of you will know who we're talking about. Don't miss tomorrow or Friday. It's going to be epic. So uh, tell your friends our special guest tomorrow and Friday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. All right. Without further ado, let's bring in Prophets and Patriots episode today with Clay Clark. So here we go. So, Mr. Clay Clark, how are you? Brother, I'm excited, and I don't know who your mystery guest is, but if your mystery mystery guest, if I had to guess who I think your mystery guest is, I'm excited because I actually enjoy watching Elijah List, and uh, I think some of the prophetic uh, information that you're providing mixed with uh, – uh, an understanding of what's going on in the world is, is much yeah. new. Whoever your mystery you, guest is, if I think I know who it is, I'm excited. I think you're probably right. Yeah. So he's a hard to get guest, especially two days in a row. So uh, that's him. And he was the one, for those of you who want one more clue, he's the one that said, give me two days in a row, which is really epic because we've never had him two days in a row. So that'll be great. So anyway, Clay, what's on your heart today? I know you, I, I love your thing down at the bottom, it says, Clay, not scared of monkeypox, Clark. So is that on all your shows? Do you put that at the bottom? I'm putting that on all my shows right now because, you know, it's, it's, there's a, there's a, it's, it seems wild, but a certain percentage of the population is actually worried about this. A certain number of people are actually gathering right now uh, to go ahead and get shots to prevent themselves from getting that uh, monkeypox. And it's, it's happening. Um, and it blows my mind. You but know? this would have been like in the 80s when the, when the, um, the HIV scare came right. along and HIV AIDS and, and, and it would be as if someone said, well, I don't want to get AIDS. So I'll just go out and get in a vaccine against AIDS. When in reality, it was that disease was given by sexual contact, uh, and, you know, primarily among the gay, but not always and only, but primarily it was that. And that's that. What would you say about how that compares to this monkeypox situation? Well, uh, yeah, this is right here is the the Tedros, the head of the World Health Organization. Oh wow, the, the World and Health. He loves to describe monkeypox as the monkeypox, and <laughs> monkeypox is a disease that spreads primarily amongst the the gay and homosexual community, just because of. And I won't be vulgar here, but because of the way it is spread, it would only happen uh, amongst the the gay community there. So okay. we'll just leave it at that. So yeah. unless you're yeah. involved in whatever that is, um, you 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 have nothing to worry about. Now, what I wanted to do today, Steve, if I could, because I'm certainly not prophetic. I, I am a patriot. What I wanted to do today, and I just want to get, I want people to really just take some notes today, okay, is um, yeah. on this Reawaken America tour where you were uh, super uh, generous in joining us at one of the events. I appreciate you doing that. Absolutely. We have five people that are close to President Trump that actually talk to him on a daily basis that are on the tour. And then we have awesome. people like Julie Green and Amanda Grace who talk to God on a daily basis who are on the tour. And I wanted to share for you with you some information or, or some intelligence that you're not going to probably hear on any other show because the information that I'm sharing with you um, comes from these sources that are very close to the president. I mean, we have Peter Navarro, General Flynn, Cash Patel, uh, Eric Trump. Uh, they're all on the tour. 
And so this is information that you're only going to hear if you're at a Reawaken America tour event or if you're around these people. So I thought I'd try to see if I could share 30 uh, knowledge bombs that you need to know in 30 minutes. Sure. Sounds good. All right. Go for it. Okay. Here we go. First thing, I want everyone to write this down. I want everyone to write it down, look it up. Okay. Type in HR 748 CARES Act. HR 748 CARES Act. Now, the question I would have, these are all going to be questions. Although my all my knowledge bombs are questions you need to be asking is, why did Representative Joe Courtney introduce HR 748 CARES Act? Why did he introduce that this HR 748 CARES Act that was designed to fund the COVID-19 relief one year before the COVID-19 pandemic ever occurred? Which, which theoretically would have only occurred after it was discovered. And so right. it wouldn't have been discovered right. yet. So it makes no sense. Right. So again, let's just talk about it for a second. Okay. So just be, I mean, because again, they, they, they're trying to dumb us down through the mainstream media. You told me just moments ago, you told our guests about your mystery guest you're having on. And I'm immediately, I'm, I'm taking notes. I'm going, oh, well, I got to write this down. You know, I'm getting ready for the show, but I'm, I got to write that down. I wouldn't know about the mystery guest being on your show unless you had told me. So it would be weird for me previously to you saying it to go, oh, I should watch the Elijah list this particular show. So again, I want everyone to look it up tonight. Okay, this is a great way to wake up your friends and family. It's HR 748 CARES Act, written by Representative Joe Courtney. And the question I would ask is, why was HR 748, the CARES Act, which was designed to fund COVID-19 relief, uh, written one year and one month before the COVID-19 pandemic ever began? You can look it up tonight, folks. It'll blow your mind. Okay, here we go. Question number two. Question number two. Is Joe Biden prophetic? No. Is he a good guesser? No. I mean, I don't even know what Joe Biden is all about. But Joe Biden, I want people to listen to what he said here. So Joe Biden, I'm going to play a little audio clip here. Joe Biden on February 7th, 2022. And again, I don't know. I mean, you have some great guests on here. I don't know if you, I mean, would you consider Joe Biden a prophet, Steve? No, I mean, not, no, not, soon? not at all. Okay, not just I, I'm not a prophet. Maybe I lack discernment. I'm just curious. Okay, so Joe Biden said this out loud on February 7th of 2022. Listen to this, folks. These are actual words from Joe Biden. I know he mutters a lot, but let's try to listen to it. Again, this is February 7th, 2022. Joe Biden, here we go, backing it up. Not hearing it. Are you hearing it? Because I'm not hearing anything. Oh, you're not hearing it? You don't hear no, we're it? we're not hearing it. We're not oh. hearing it. Well, you know what? I'm a, that, that didn't go well. Then what I'm going to do here, that might have been a, that was like a trick audio. I want everyone to look at <laughs> Okay, you can go to, if it's not working, I'm just going to have everyone go right now to YouTube, okay? Actually, go, go to Twitter or YouTube tonight and just type in Joe Biden Nord Stream 2. So Joe Biden Nord Stream 2. All right, you can type it in Joe, Joe Biden Nord Stream 2, February 7th, 2022. And I want everyone to listen to that, Joe Biden Nord Stream. But Joe Biden said out loud, I'm quoting here, he said out loud, this is this is Joe Biden, he said, that Nord Stream 2, he says, there will no longer be Nord Stream 2. We will bring an end to it. And he goes on to clarify that if Russia invades Ukraine, Nord Stream 2, the pipeline will stop working. So he he said it out loud. And I'm going to send you a, a link here on the, on the private chat so maybe you guys can grab that that way as well if the audio is not working on my end. Um, so we need to know. That. Third question I want to ask everybody today is why is – this is important – why is the UN? This is all stuff you can go to YouTube and look up tonight. Okay, the UN Undersecretary General for Global Communications, Melissa Fleming, is now saying that we own the science, and that they are working with Google 
to de-index, de-platform, remove search results that don't coincide with their agenda. She said, and I quote, we own the science. As if anybody can own the science. Correct. Now, this is Yuval Noah Harari. Everyone can go to rumble.com and look him up tonight. This is Yuval Noah Harari, top advisor for Klaus Schwab. Yuval Noah Harari, who's often quoted by Robin Bullock and others. This is Yuval Noah Harari. This guy openly said that science is not about truth. It's about power. And I want everybody to go to rumble.com tonight, okay? And just type in Yuval, go to rumble.com. We're going to do it right now. Yuval Noah Harari and type in science. And you're going to see where he actually says that science is not about truth. It is about power. This is Yuval Noah Harari. So um, that's interesting. So now I want to ask you, Steve, when you, you obviously were born uh, probably 24 years ago. Uh, but when you grew up, um, were a lot of people, you know, when you were in high school, were they using Google or where were people going back in the you well, know, school to get facts? Yeah, you'd go to the library back then. That's all you had, the encyclopedia. Okay. Now, where do most people go today? I'm asking all the listeners out there rhetorically. Where do most people go today to get facts? You know, if you're under 35, where are you going? Google, internet, Google. And I want everyone to look this up right now. Why is the Google Chrome logo 666? I want everyone to look it up, look it up tonight. The Google Chrome logo is literally 666. Everyone needs to look it up tonight. Just type in Google Chrome logo 666 and you can see it. Boom. All right. So I interviewed, this is interesting. Years ago, I interviewed some pretty, in my, on my business uh, show, the Thrive Time show, back before I ever talked about, you know, the Great Reset. Uh, Steve, we would have these technological experts, these tech experts from Silicon Valley. I remember we interviewed one of them one time and he started talking about Ray Kurzweil and I could never air the show because I felt so uh, dirty. I told my wife, I was like, I can't release the show. This show is not good. And let me just tell you the summary. This particular guest I had on my show was bragging on, on how Ray Kurzweil was the lead technologist at Google and that he was offering people eternal life through transhumanism. He would be offering people eternal life based upon transhumanism. This is what Ray Kurzweil was saying. And so this tech executive, I said, well, what is Google doing? And again, this is just my word for it, but I encourage everyone to look it up. He said, well, Google, Google, he said, this is what this guy says, this technologist. He said, Google's trying to recreate God, God, recreate God, recreate God, G-O-D. And I said, God? And he goes, yeah, you know, like it's an all-knowing, omnipresent, omniscient, and Ray Kurzweil is helping them do that. He's also the guy who's developing transhumanism. So what I need everyone to do tonight is I want you to go, everyone look it up tonight. You can go to YouTube.com right now. Okay, this is uh, YouTube, and we're just going to search for Ray Kurzweil. It's, it's K-U-R-Z, and then W-E-I-L, Ray Kurzweil. This is the top guy at Google, okay? And he did an interview on the Lex Friedman Show, the Lex Friedman Show, where he said the following. He says the Moderna vaccine is the best of the vaccines we've had. This is a man. I mean, this is as of this is an old this is an old news. I mean, this this interview that came out here, this is September 17th. Ray Kurzweil is saying that these Moderna vaccines, and we know what we know about these shots now, but he's saying, no, it's the best. This isn't, I mean, Steve, he said it's it's the best, the mRNA technology. He also says, and I quote, we will be able to back ourselves up and we will put computerized nano robots. And he goes on to talk about putting computer-sized um, <clears throat> nanorobots in the human brain. He also says that we're going to use nanorobots to connect our neocortex and our brains to AI. 
So <clears throat> think about this for folks, for, for, for a minute, folks. Let's say that you haven't read the Bible in just a while, okay? So we're going to go ahead and open up our Bible today. I'm going to get into some biblical knowledge, okay? Just think about this. It, it, how it, The Holy Spirit, we could be described as, um, you know, the, the light of a candle. So look up Revelation chapter 18, verse 23. It says, And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee. And the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. For thy merchants were the great men of the earth, and for by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. So let me see if I can better clarify this. Ray Kurzweil, the lead technologist at Google, wants you to put RNA-modifying nanotechnology in your body to connect everybody's brain to each other, and he's openly stating this out loud, right? And he's no longer hiding it. This isn't my opinion. So I want everyone to just look it up tonight. Listen to the interview. This is on the Lex Friedman show, and I'll put a link here. I'll send it to you in the private chat here. Um, this is September 17th. He talks about connecting everyone's brain to superintelligence, offering humanity immortality through doing so. He talks about RNA-modifying nanotechnology, and he talks about putting in small nanobots that will connect your neocortex so everyone's brain to each other. It's so, lunacy. Lunacy, man. So when you think about this, the question I would have, my next, my next knowledge bomb I would have here for you, question number five here, is, and again, we'll try to pace myself here, why are the business leaders of the Earth right now trying to deceive everybody to put these RNA-modifying nanotechnologies in your body. Why, why? Again, the World Economic Forum, look it up, folks. The World Economic Forum, their logo is 666, and they're trying to get you to put technology in your brain that can control your thoughts. So let's read Revelation 18, 23 again. And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee, and the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. For thy merchants were the great men of the earth, and for by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. I mean, Steve, we are living through uh, people that are attempting. Now, I, I, according to Robin Bullock, and I'm not I'm not putting words in his mouth, just what I understand, according to Robin Bullock and Amanda Grace and other great prophets, they seem to agree that the World Economic Forum is trying to rush ahead God's timeline and force things to happen yeah. before the yeah, biblical exactly. timeline. And so, but I just want to encourage people to understand this is actually being attempted right now. And I'm just trying to give you verses you can wake up your family and friends. Now, next question I would have for you, this is just these are just questions I encourage everyone to ask. Why is Yuval Noah Harari right now openly claiming to be God or claiming to be able to upgrade himself into God? He's now openly stating, and I want everyone to just, don't, you don't believe me tonight, I want everyone to go to rumble.com tonight. I, I put all these things up there, so they're very easy to find. Okay, you go to rumble.com and just type in upgrading humans into gods. Type it in, and you're going to see Yuval Noah Harari openly talking about upgrading humans into gods, which would be Second Thessalonians, which would be Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse four. He will claim to be God. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now uh, I like meat. Steve, are you? Do you like meat? Or are you kind of a meat freak? Yeah, I like a, a little meat. Yeah. Okay. Chicken and turkey. <laughs> okay, okay. So Yuval Noah Harari has recently been talking about in great in great detail how he wants to ban the eating of meat. He's saying we, we shouldn't eat meat anymore. So question number seven is why is Yuval Noah Harari obsessed 
with telling the world to abstain from eating meat? Why is the Pope now telling people to stop eating meat? Why are the world's business leaders? Bill Gates is saying, don't, I'm sure we've all been to the grocery store in the last, what, year? And you're seeing Beyond Meat everywhere? I mean, the Beyond Meat brand is everywhere. This thing they call clean meat, which is the exact opposite of what it is. Um, but 1 Timothy 4, verse uh, chapter 4, verse 1 through 3 says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly, that in latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry, and commanding to abstain from meats which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving to them which believe and which know the truth. We literally see a, the world's leaders trying to convince people to not eat meat. Now, yeah, again, and uh, these audio clips, uh, uh, I apologize, I can't get it to play on my end, but I'm just trying to quote and you tell you reference materials where you can find these. You've all know Harari has now recently started talking about how um, there's not going to be a clear-cut dichotomy of men and women in the future. All right, so I want everybody to to just go ahead right now. We're going to go to Rumble.com. I'm giving you things you can look up. And by the way, um, if everybody continues to, if you're listening right now, you haven't subscribed to the Elijah Stream show on Rumble. Uh, Rumble is a very um, censor-free kind of way to go. And for Elijah Streams, I encourage anybody hearing this show, subscribe on Rumble.com because this will make sure that you can stay in touch with Steve because a lot of programs you put out on Facebook or YouTube, they get nuked, they get removed. Okay, but I want everyone to just type this into Rumble.com, and it's a, a few words to type in, so I'm just going to kind of speak it slow here. We're gonna, the word you want to type in is the clear-cut dichotomy of men and women will no longer make any sense. The clear-cut dichotomy of men and women will no longer make any sense. That is what is uh, Yuval Noah Harari is currently stating right now. This is what he's saying out loud. He's, he's saying it out loud. If you just type in dichotomy, D-I-C-H-O-T-O-M-Y, dichotomy of men and women, you can find it in Rumble. And I put the video right there for you. So it's very important for people to understand that. Now, again, if you go to Daniel 11, verse 37, it says here, neither shall he have regard of the God of his fathers, nor the desire of women, nor God or any God, for he shall magnify himself above all. You've all know Harari's openly gay. He's openly gay. He rejects the God of his fathers. He wants to abstain from eating meat. And his new thing here, Steve, is he wants to change the laws and the times. Yeah. He's recently said we, we changed the laws and the times. And someone says, no, he didn't. Prove it. I love that. I love. I love. The, I love the listeners who want to research. That's great. Okay. So first off, look up Daniel chapter five or Daniel chapter seven, verse twenty-five. It says here, Daniel says, and he shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and shall think to change the times and the laws, and they shall be given into his hand until the time and times and dividing of time. How many other people do you know that are running around, running around advocating the changing of? The times. I mean, do you know a lot of people that are giving stump speeches about changing times? So if we all type it into Google today, okay, or DuckDuckGo, type in Anthropocene World Economic Forum. A-N-T-H-R-O-P, so anthro, A-N-T-H-R-O, Anthropocene. All right, Anthropocene. And it says for the, this again, this is the Anthropocene. It's on the World Economic Forum website. And Steve, they made a documentary about it. Thanks for listening. 
The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button. And I'm going to quote Yuval Noah Harari when asked about the Anthropocene. He said, for the elite, it will work. But when the flood comes, the scientists will build a Noah's Ark for the elite, leaving the rest of the people to drown. In other words, he's talking about you and me and everyone listening are the rest of us to drown. That's what he's saying. It's the Anthropocene. And Bill Gates has built the Svalbard, called the Svalbard Seed Vault. It's owned by the Rockefeller Foundation in conjunction with Bill Gates. And it's a seed vault that's supposed to survive the Anthropocene. And the Anthropocene is the time period they want to rush us into, and he wants to change the laws. So someone says, no, he doesn't. Can you prove that? See, again, love these questions. So you go here, just type in laws into Rumble, and you've all Noah Harari. So laws and you've all Noah Harari. And you can see right here, he's talking about, he's talking about right now, he said he wants to change the laws. Now, this is something very interesting. Um, you've all know Harari did an interview. And the original interview, everyone can find it right now if you want to see this. This is the interview he did. He just put it out here. And he's talking about, this was on uh, September, this would be in uh, middle of September. You've all know Harari did an interview, and he says, I'm quoting, Dreams about the wor- a world without hierarchy and without justice, without poverty. A world with completely different laws. We will rebuild the temple and create this perfect utopian society. He's talking about re- recreating the temple. Okay, man. So I'm, I mean, I'm just asking, Steve. I mean, and again, you probably, you probably know more biblically than I do. I'm just reading the scripture, but... No, I mean, it's crazy. It's how much it's lining up with what the enemy would want to do, trying to do, desperately trying to do. He's trying to rebuild the temple. I mean, how many other world leaders do you think of that are going, uh, yeah, you know, we need, re- we need to rebuild the temple. I mean, it's it's sacrilegious, it's satanic, it's anti-Christ agenda, it's... Uh, okay, now, now, again, that so knowledge bomb number 11, as we pace ourselves here... Um, I want to get into Yuval Noah Harari, just the name. There's a lot of people are like, where does he come from? Like, who is this guy? You know, what is his deal? So I want everyone to open up your Bible today. And by the way, I'm putting all of these notes. If you go to timetofreeamerica.com forward slash Elijah streams. So timetofreeamerica.com forward slash Elijah streams. I'm putting all the notes related to today's broadcast and all the video clips right there at timetofreeamerica.com forward slash Elijah stream. So every video, anything I've said today, I'm citing all of it at time to free forward slash Elijah streams. And this, some of this stuff's going to blow your mind. Okay. So you've all know a Harari. He, uh, the guy who's talking about, you know, flooding the earth and, you know, removing the earth population. Okay. So we open our Bible to Matthew chapter 24, verse 37 through 39. It says, but as of the days of the, said, but as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of sins of the son of man be. As in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. So what does Yuval mean? Yuval is a Hebrew name. And by the way, he speaks Hebrew. He writes in Hebrew. And it means in Hebrew, father of music. That's what it means. Weird. Yeah. And uh, the first time you see the name Yuval in the Bible, it's a Hebrew, so it's Jubal, that would be in the book of Genesis. When you begin to learn about this person, this character by the name of Jubal, the father of music, who is uh, the son of Lamech, the first sexually perverse person in the Bible. 
And Noah, you know, we obviously know Noah as in the days of Noah, Noah and the ark, that's thing. And then Harari means mountain dweller. So this is what his name means. <laughs> so his he he is openly obsessed with ushering us into a time period that Robin Bullock and many prophets, and I put these, I mentioned these specific prophets because I'm not a prophet. And whenever you are in doubt of who to listen to, I would recommend you go with the prophet. But all I'm saying is a lot of these prophets are saying that you've all know Harari, the World Economic Forum and their ilk are trying to rush us into a time period that God does not want us to go into yet. That's, that's basically right. the summary. So you've all though, he is the top advisor for the World Economic Forum. You know, the other day I went into a bookstore and there's an entire section now in the major big box store devoted to Yuval Noah Harari, a huge section. He's praised by Obama, Zuckerberg, Gates. They revere this guy in the way that I would revere Jesus Christ. I mean that, like if Jesus Christ, I mean, he's omnipresent, omniscient, but if Jesus Christ was walking in this room, like physically walking in right now, I would, you know, I wouldn't know what to do. I'm a you know, I mean, obviously, I mean, it'd just be a holy, I'm not trying to be sacrilegious. I mean, but to me, I would go, you, know, you would, I mean, you would, they, they act yeah. their way around this guy. They, they treat yeah. him in this weird, bizarre um, reverence. So next question I have here is why does the United Nations have a statue in front of it right now? It is the fulfillment of Revelation 13 too. Again, I'm, I'm asking the questions here, folks. So if you go to Revelation 13, 2, it says here, and by the way, this is a weird-looking statue. It's called the Guardian of Nations statue. But it says, And the beast which I saw was likened to a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion, and the dragon gave him his power and his seat and his great authority. And that's exactly what the statue looks like. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Everyone needs to go look. It's in front of the United Nations. It's called the Guardian of Nations statue. I mean, it just looks exactly like it. Now, uh, this is this is very again. I'm just going to keep giving you some stuff. A lot of people don't know this, but the red heifers. Yeah, Israel thing. The whole rebuild the temple kind of a thing, right? Yeah. So the question is, why is you all know Harari talking about building a temple at the exact moment that the red heifers are delivered to Israel? And for anyone that doesn't know, the red heifers have not been able to be found or in Israel. You couldn't build, you can't build a temple without the ashes of a red heifer. So, right? If I'm saying that about right, I think. And so they just shipped some red heifers. It's like it's almost in miracle territory that they exist. Correct. Now, again, I'm just, I'm giving people I get what I what I'm trying to do, folks, is I'm just trying to give you some facts where you can go, oh wow, I need to dive into the Bible there and I need to wrestle with that. I hadn't thought yeah. about that. I'm trying to get you on like this, the ultimate Bible study here, okay? So yeah. Euphrates River is now drying up. I don't know if people are aware of that, okay, but Revelation chapter 16, verse 12 says, And the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up, that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. And guess what? The Euphrates River is dried up. Now, other things, I'm just I'm trying to give you tools you can wake up. Because I think there's a lot of Christians even, Steve, right now, or people that identify as being a Christian who don't know what's going on. You know, yeah. and, and Steve, I'm so glad that you spoke at the Oregon event, but you met some of the wonderful pastors we have, you know, Pastor yeah. Greg Locke and Amanda Grace and uh, Julie Green, so many great people we have on the tour that actually read the Bible. But, you know, I've met a lot of pastors this year, and it's sad 
Uh, I met a lot of them. It's very sad, but I met a lot of them at the Reawaken America tour who will come up to me and they say, hey, I'm the pastor of yada yada church. And I go, great. And they say, hey, um, I honestly have never read the book of Revelation or the book of Daniel. I just don't. You know, I just as pastor, I just didn't really cover that. And I, I really can I get those notes <laughs> or can yeah. I? And, and, you know, and so, again, you can't just ignore parts of the Bible. I mean, the, the returning of Christ would be a great it's a great and terrible thing to quote the Bible. But I mean, it's a great thing for belie for believers. But we're in, the, in, in my opinion, we it's, it's our duty, whether Christ is coming back tomorrow or he's coming back in a decade. We've got to lead as many people to Christ as possible. Mm -hmm. We have to do it. And so the gospel in, in Jesus in his great mercy, he warns us in Revelation chapter 13, verse 16 through 18. He lets us know. He throws it out there. It's in, in John, by the way, if you're not familiar with this, folks, John, um, he basically was the, uh, the the apostle they couldn't kill. They tried. Yeah. They tried to boil him. He wouldn't die. They, they're like, OK, we're going to exile you to Patmos, buddy. So he has an open vision from God. He's exiled out there. And he writes this down open, after seeing an open vision from Christ. He writes down, he says, and he causeth all both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead that no man might buy or sell, save that he had the mark or the number of his name. Here's the wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is 603 score and six. So that would be 666. So now you have Microsoft literally has an actual patent right now, W020206006. For a cryptocurrency that goes inside the human body. It does. It does. And yeah. the World Economic Forum that is leading all of this, all the roads always lead back to the World Economic Forum. Their logo is 666. Everybody, you need to look it up tonight. Just type in World Economic Forum logo. I'm putting all this at timetofreeamerica.com forward slash Elijah stream so you can see it. Okay. I'm doing this as a, as a, I had a bunch of sound clips and for, apparently the sound isn't coming through. So I'm just going to do that as a backup plan. So we'll have it for your That's listeners good. before the end of the day. Yeah. Today. Um, yeah. CERN. Which, by the way, I, I know Robin Bullock's talked about this, and I love Robin because he's one of the few people that I know who's willing to look at this stuff and talk about it. But yeah. CERN is located on top of the former Temple of Apollo, which would fulfill Revelation 9-11, okay? Revelation 9-11 says, and they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon. But the Greek tongue hath his name Apollyon. The former Temple of Apollo is located on top, CERN is located on top of the former Temple of Apollo. And their logo is 666. And right in front of Sir, they have the they have the 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 god of Shiva, the god of destruction is the statue in front of CERN. Now, let me continue. Do you know that CERN invented the World Wide Web? Oh, yes, they did. And for anybody out there that reads Hebrew, and I know there's somebody out there that reads Hebrew, in Hebrew, W is six. So WWW is 666. <laughs> You know, the word Corona itself, I don't know if anybody thought that was interesting, but when the word Corona came out, initially, when it first came out, when I first heard about it, I'm going, what does that word mean? It means crown. And I looked and I just, this is my own thing I did. I just wrote it down. I wrote down the letters. And I'm like, what is the, what letter in the alphabet is, is C? It's third. What letters O? What letters R? What letters O? What letters N? What letters? I wrote it down. I'm going, the word Corona is literally numerically 666 and i thought get out of here get come on what and again these luciferians love to show you what they're gonna do steve before they do it yeah, there's, that, there's a weird thing it's like a it's an anomaly it's it's it goes beyond logic they wanted to screw you over 
So in order to, their value system, they have to tell you they're going to screw you over and how they're going to screw you over. Well, you know, and, then, uh, and, and again, yeah. I think um, you've had uh, you have so many great. I, I get I, I sometimes get confused with so many of the great uh, products yeah. on your show, but you'll have some of the. And many folks have, on your show have explained this, but Satan is the counterfeit. You know, he always does the opposite of what Christ wants for your life. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when you see uh, the idea of forgiveness and repentance is, it, you know, if I, if I made a, if I made a sin, right. If I sinned, yeah. then I need to apologize and repent. Mm -hmm. These guys do it in reverse. They say, I'm going to repent first and I'm going to go do it. It's because it's satanic. I mean, it's just a mindset these people have. Now, the, the next thing we need to know, you know, Joe Biden signed the two state Jerusalem declaration. He, he signed an agreement to cut Israel in half. 666 days after Trump signed the Abraham Accords. Exactly. Not 667. Not, and he's doing it on purpose. He's doing it on purpose. He's doing it on purpose. And I'm just giving you folks facts, okay? I, I mentioned it earlier, but I'm going to mention it again. Why is the Google Chrome logo 666? Okay, we continue. Now, Congress, again, I mean, if I worked for Congress and I was um, being asked to author a bill, I would, you know, maybe number it 124. I don't know, 22, 90210, I don't know. But I would never name a piece of legislation, H.R. 666. And the very legislation that would criminalize having Christ-like thoughts, it's thought crime, is called H.R. 666. And then there's H.R. 6666, which would uh, allow the government to force you to put the RNA-modifying nanotechnology shots in your body. That's called HR 666. So question number 24, or knowledge bomb number 24, is why is Putin cementing ties with Iran and Turkey? Now, anybody out there who's spent a lot of time studying biblical prophecy, the Bible, Ezekiel chapter 38, most scholars, I'm not saying all scholars, most scholars, though, do agree that Gog means prince or ruler, or the head of something, mm -hmm. and they believe that Magog means modern Russia. Yeah. It's very significant that Iran, Turkey, and Russia are working together. Hmm. It's very now the Bible. If you read Revelation, you're going to get, start to stumble into some verses where it's going to talk to you, talk to us, and read us about um, basically uh, the, the the loss of the value of currency. That it's going to take an entire day's earnings to buy anything. You know, it's going to. It's the Bible discusses this. Now I want people to write this down and really, really re re wrestle with this. So by the way, this would be Revelation chapter six, verse six, where it says, "And I heard a voice in the midst of the fourth beast say, a measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny, and see thou hurt not the oil and the wine." Anyway, so we're talking about inflation and the collapse of the, the value of things. Um, it's called BRICS, B R I C S. So there's Brazil, Russia. India, China, South Africa. So Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. They're all teaming up together right now. They're, and this is not my opinion. They're all teaming up right now to usher us into a new one BRICS nation currency. So Brazil, Russia, and I'm going to go really, really quickly. I won't be able to get this, okay? So Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, they're all wanting to rush us into a single currency. The whole world into one currency. So people need to understand this, okay? A few years back, the Bank of International Settlements, which is like the it's like the central bank of central banks. They're like the, the the big kahuna of banks. They upgraded gold to be a tier one asset equal to that of the U.S. dollar. 
So since that time, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, they've all been buying copious amounts of gold. And let me tell you who else is joining them now. Egypt, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, Nigeria, Venezuela, Algeria, Turkey, Argentina. Steve, if you just added Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, that, that would be the, the BRICS nations. That's 41% of the Earth's population. When you add in these other nations, we're over half the Earth's population by far. And they want to immediately switch over. I mean, we're talking immediately. So everybody, you need to go there and look it up right now. We need to go there. I'll put it on the show notes. Um, the reason why I put these show notes out is so you can find stuff easily. But everybody tonight, you need to look this up, okay? You need to look it up. Just type in BRICS Nations discussing introduction of a single currency to ease trade. It's the real thing. It's happening right now. So not in the future, but we're happening right now. Now, um, Steve, um, why are you so pro-life? That's my question I have for you. Well, God, God, God created life. That's it's not our, our it's not our job or right to take it away. He's the giver of life. I agree with you. Everyone's a child of God, right? But the opposite again, the Luciferians do the opposite. So the opposite of being pro-life is being pro-death. Mm-hmm. So in 1971, America made a big turn the other way. We're going the right way. And then all of a sudden, other way. So what happens is, you know, we're, we're driving. America's driving down the road. Things are going great. It's 1971. And then wrong turn. Okay. So this is what we did in 1971. We started sacrificing babies to Baal, 1971. That would be Jeremiah 19.5. We're sacrificing babies to Baal. Abortion. Not good. Then in 1971, we got off of God's money. You know, Haggai 2.8 says, uh, the silver is mine and the gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts. Haggai 2.8. And America got off the gold standard in 1971. The same year we started sacrificing to babies, babies, is the same year we began getting off of God's, God's money standard. And then in 1971, this is going to blow people's mind. In 1971, the World Economic Forum was founded. So the World Economic Forum, you know, the, the Great Reset team, these guys, they started the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, in 1971, per the recommendation of Henry Kissinger. And uh, if you go to YouTube tonight, everybody type this into YouTube tonight. Prince Charles in uh, 2020 was the keynote speaker at the World Economic Forum. And he said after working on this program for 50 years, it was finally time to implement their plan. He said this from the stage. It's been 50 years they've been working on which would be 1971. So 1971, America began sacrificing babies to bail. 1971, we got off the gold standard. 1971, um, the World Economic Forum was founded. 1971. You know, in 1971, the Pope finished his snakehead building. Everyone needs to type it in right now. Go to Google or DuckDuckGo and type in Pope Audience Hall snakehead. The Pope literally completed a building in 1971 in the shape of a snakehead called the Audience Hall. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, it's really weird. I mean, I I know a lot of pastors. I've met a lot of pastors this year, Stephen. I'll tell you this. I've met some great pastors. I've also met some confused pastors. I've read some pastors that I've met some pastors that will not read. They've told me, I don't do Revelation. I don't do Daniel. Okay, fine. I've met other pastors like Rodney Howard Brown that read the whole Bible. I've met pastors who read the whole Bible, like Pastor Phil Hotson Pillar. I've met some great pastors. I've met some weird pastors. But I've never seen a pastor that says, you know, we should make up our next church building in the shape of a snakehead. But that's what the Pope did in 1971. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com and click the Donate Today button to become a partner today. So final two knowledge bombs, then I'll be done harassing you here. In 1971, a comic book series was created called Dark Side. 
everybody, you need to look this up. This is going to blow someone's mind, okay? It's a comic book series created in 1971. Let's all type it into DuckDuckGo or Google. D-A-R-K-S-E-I-D. They spell it kind of weird. The Dark Side comic book was created in 1971. And this Dark Side comic book series prophesied the events of COVID-19 and the Great Reset. It's called the Dark Side comic book series. And right before the pandemic began, Elon Musk's girlfriend put out a song spelled the same way called Dark Side featuring an artist by the name of Pan. And if you don't know who Pan is, you need to listen to more Robin Bullock interviews, okay? Pan, the god of all things. But Elon Musk's girlfriend put out a song right before the pandemic called Dark Side. The song's written in Chinese featuring an artist by the name of Pan. And when you translate the lyrics, the whole song is about introducing the Great Reset. So, so people ask me all the time, they say, Clay, you know, what is the purpose of the Reawaken America tour? And, and what do you hope to accomplish in these final two events we're doing? And by the way, we are going to a Pennsylvania in October and always open invitation to you, Steve. I know you have a very busy schedule, always open invitation, but we have October, in Pennsylvania and Branson in November. Those are the final two events. And then Eric Trump and Cash Patel and General Flynn have asked me to do four events next year. So we're going to do four Reawaken America Tour events next year. We'll be at Trump Doral. We're going to be at Pastor Greg Locke's church. It's going to be some exciting times there. But we have two final events. We've got 1,200 tickets left for Pennsylvania in October. And then we've got just under 1,000 tickets remaining for Branson in November. And people say, what do you want to accomplish at these events? And, and why do you let people name their price? It's because, Steve, people who know a lot about election fraud know nothing about medical fraud and the guy that knows about mm -hmm. medical fraud doesn't know about the bible right. and i'm going to tell you some praise reports the late great dr zelenko who's a very good friend of mine up till the time of his death he pulled me aside in arizona he kind of pulls me aside and at this point in his life he's having a harder time getting around he says clay those shots if implemented at scale with all the new technology if i mean if they fully implement the plan they could fulfill the mark of the beast in Revelation. And this is a guy who's Jewish. He's not claiming to be a follower of Revelation, uh, of the book of Revelation. And I said, Z, are you reading Revelation? He goes, yeah. Let me get another example. Steve, I talked to a guy, and I want to mention his oh. name, but I'm not going to because the Bible instructs us, you know, how to do friendships and all these things. I'm just telling the people I want to share, but I can't. It's a household name. Everybody would know him. And uh, he pulls me aside, and he says, Clay, if I was a gambler, I would definitely take Christians with me. And I said, what? He goes, I would take the authors of the Bible with me. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, I've been reading that Matthew chapter 24 and that book of Daniel I hear you talk about on your show and the revelation. And, and it's all, it's all happening. And he's like, and this is a guy who's known as an atheist. He openly says, I'm an atheist. I've got another guy that I met through the tour who's a Muslim who's starting to go, you know, that fourth kingdom that Daniel was talking about? Reminds me a lot of the fourth industrial revolution. I mean, because they're trying to mix the miry clay, right? Iron says miry clay with iron. That's like man and machine. And that's what they want to do at the World Economic Forum. They want to mix man with machine, transhumanism. So, Steve, Ooh. I'm seeing people. You know, the one we did in Batavia, we had over 400 baptisms. At an wow. event, we only had 4,000 people. I mean, it's 10% of the audience coming down for baptism. Yeah, that's crazy. So I just encourage everybody, Steve, I'm, I'm going to get these notes up here. As soon as we hop off, I'm going to put them up. So if you'll go to timetofreeamerica.com forward slash Elijah streams, you go there. Everything I just talked about tonight, it's going to be all right there. And everyone can look it up and do your own research. But we've got to be, as Christians, able to know what's going on in the world. Yeah. 
and be able to use the Bible as a way to explain it to our friends and family, because regardless of when Jesus comes back, whether that's in 50 years or 100 years or thousands of years or tomorrow, we need to wake up our family and friends and lead as many people to Christ as possible. And that's what we're doing, Steve. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Well, you know, Clay, every time you do this and there's there's things that you say that I've heard you say before, and there's always new stuff that I go, man, either I missed that the last time or this stuff just keeps getting stranger and stranger. So, yeah, it's um, yeah, this is fascinating. I encourage everyone to get the notes and dig in and read for yourself. And uh, these are amazing things. So, Clay, I appreciate it very much. Thank you. I hope many of you will avail yourself to those those uh, those trip those tickets and uh, they they go to Time to Free America for that as well. How do yeah, they get tickets? And to be very clear, the mainstream media does a very a persistent job of trying to discourage people. So I want to be very clear. If you yeah. go to timetofreeamerica.com, you can name your price. So if you go to timetofreeamerica.com, you can name your price. And uh, the Wall Street knows that it was a uh, the Rolling Stone. I, I lose track of the hit pieces, but the Rolling Stone did an article recently, and the summary of the article was that I have bitten off more than I can chew after they've done their research because these events are not profitable. And as I've stated on your show and other shows, my wife and I, we do not derive a salary or an income from these events. And by the way, you can text this number to my cell phone number, 918-851-0102. If you want a little faster service, 918-851-0102. So this reporter gets to the end of his research and he says, so it seems like you're not making any money on these. And I'm going, no, I literally don't take any income or salary. In fact, I, I lose money at a lot of these things. And he's going, well, why do you do it? So if you read the Rolling Stone article about the Reawaken America tour, it, it says that I've bitten off more than I can chew. And it also says that I, apparently I'm looking for some big payoff in the end. And the big payoff to me is leading people to Christ. So I, yeah, I, mean, I guess that part of it's right. But I just know, Steve, that God is not done with this nation yet. But I just encourage everybody out there. Um, I'd realize I'm the least least impressive guest you'll have on your show here, but I encourage no. everybody, I want you to go out there today and wake up your family and friends, and we're going to start. I just want to go back to this final thing before you have to go here. Everybody, look it up tonight, HR 748 CARES Act. And when you read it, that's the best way I've come up with so far to wake up family and friends when you say, hey, why did Joe Courtney introduce HR 748, the CARES Act, that was designed to fund the COVID-19 relief before COVID-19 was even a thing? And so far, every person I've shown that to goes, oh, my gosh, you're right. Boom. Real quick, is anybody confronting him with it? And what does he say? I'm just curious if you know. Uh, I don't have access. You know, it's interesting. There's a sort of a political class in the world. Yeah. Um, and you see this with Dan Crenshaw as an example. He's a World Economic Forum uh, slash rhino Republican. He wears the eye patch. Dan Crenshaw. And he refuses to ever answer a question that's posed by anybody who actually wants to know why he's connected to the World Economic Forum. And the only time the, the media seems to have access to him is when he's walking down the streets in D.C. Because beyond that, he's unreachable. And so I just think that's what's happening right now, as you have. And my hope on the Reawaken America tour is that people wake up to uh, either you're pro-Christ or anti-Christ. And we can get Christian conservatives in office during these midterms, and we can get people back in office who fear the Lord. Wouldn't that be great if our elected officials feared the Lord instead of being at the, the butt end of blackmail? I mean, wouldn't it be yeah. great if these elected officials feared the Lord instead of losing all of the, the nice things that they get in exchange for selling out America? And I'm telling you, I'm seeing people wake up 
And I encourage people, keep listening to Elijah's streams. I love this show. It's a great show. Steve, thank you so much thank for letting you, me thank be you, God bless you. And uh, quick reminder, everybody, for the next two days, tomorrow and Friday, we have this special guest. Many of you can guess who it is. Uh, two days in a row, starting tomorrow at 11 and Friday at 11. Do not miss it. It's going to be epic. Uh, so I don't even know what, what he's going to cover. I just know it's going to be epic because it always is. So uh, I'll put the word intelligence with that as a little clue to you. So, All right, you guys. Thank you, Clay. I appreciate it very much. You all have a good day. Thanks again. Have an amazing day, everybody. See you later. Bye-bye. Take care, brother. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on YouTube, Rumble, and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description to become a partner today.